Um, are, you, are you podcasting or something? I am. <laughs> I am podcasting. Yo. Yo. <laughs> What's up, man? Nothing. I'm, I'm assuming. Well, was- I'm a- I'm assuming you're calling, and you told me to hold on a second and see you can set up this recording of this conversation. Yeah, yeah, you sounded real unenthused. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of knew where this was going, so yeah. <laughs> All right, well, well, we're, you're listening, uh, the folks at home are listening to In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein. Uh, I'm on the phone with my friend Chris. How are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good, man. And you're stuck uh, in traffic, so that's great. Uh, yeah, well, it's not so bad tonight. I'm going to have uh, Dubin on an episode. Okay. I think that's the episode we're introducing right now. Oh, so we're introducing Dubin right now. I think so, yeah. Do you want to, like, tell the folks a little about him? Uh, <laughs> tell the folks a little bit about Mike Dubin. That's a good question. He's Dubin. That's all I think anyone really needs to know. But yeah, he's just Dubin. Alright, well, uh, here's uh, that episode. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and you still don't want to put it down. 
Yeah, three years, 20 years ago. All right. Oh, yeah, my bad. I'll apologize again. Well, there, there you started, were other you, Actually, times. you made me not like you again. <laughs> there were other times after that where you said that you resented me. Well, I still resent you a little, I guess. Yeah. No, I don't. Not anymore. That's why, I was, make, I that's why they you. make the cut for the Star Wars tickets. No, that was, uh, I guess that was just like an oversight. Like, we were like, oh, we're going on Long Island. We didn't, you know, we don't, you know, like, we don't call you when we I go know. to the movies ordinarily. So we didn't think to call, like, of course, like, of course you would have been invited. Like, I just assumed you would already have, like, advanced screening tickets or something. No, I didn't, but it works because I'm going to take Olivia the first night, so that'll be good. I got tickets. Oh, yeah, you want to do that anyway. I know, but I didn't think about it, so I did it after the fact. All right, well, let's just, let's pretend you didn't just say that in public and and that that was your plan all along. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to do. Um, what about so that yeah, thing so, you were talking about? Yeah, so let's talk about you, uh, you. one of your favorite things. Let's talk about you for a minute. No, you're not like that. I'm sorry. That's not, I was on call for. So I guess uh, so. You're a photographer. You're pretty well known for that, right? Is that the thing you would think that you're most well known for? I don't know. I guess. I mean, that there's that stuff. I think that a lot of people, or I feel like I meet younger kids that are excited because of all the stuff I put on YouTube because I just used to film everything. Okay. So there's that. Um, that actually is funny. They, there's a new kid who started at my work who's like in his early 20s. And uh, we sit in the office, and then we were, like, bullshitting about music. And he likes a lot of the bands that we're friends with. So I showed him uh, I showed him the video for my bachelor party that you threw at the downtown. And uh, okay. he texted his friend, who was, like, a huge Kevin Devine fan, and goes, oh, this dude I work with at a bachelor party, and Kevin played. And the kid wrote back and goes, oh, you work with Mike Dubin? <laughs> so that uh, made me laugh. And then he was like, "How does my friend know who you are?" I'm like, "I don't know." So okay, so you're you're you grew up in, in the scene, like in this like uh, sort of hardcore, sort of emo, I guess, early on scene. You're friends with all these bands. You were like a show photographer forever. Um, you did like a label. You do a label. Do a label you did a couple you. of labels. Yeah, but you did a couple of labels. You did uh, you put out the Black Pool Lights record also, which was not. Yeah, uh, I did that with yeah. Subsy and Brawl. That was Curb Appeal. We did like and a then, Duans record and the Patrick Park record. We did a bunch of cool stuff. And uh, and you did a radio show for a long time, and you still kind of uh, curate to that culture a little bit, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of get bored, and I make these like playlists, like mixtapes, I guess, like once a, once a month or so, and I share those on Tumblr and Facebook and all that stuff. So it's like I don't do the show anymore, but I still find new music and I like to share with people. And you promote for that culture. Like you do um, like you do your art excursions where you like show uh, artists that people might not know about that would appeal to the type of person who would listen to, you know, a Dashboard or a Ghetto Kids and a Nick Kate Nash. And... Yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. I mean, it, that's just a lot of like random... Instagram stuff that I just made stupid hashtags for, but yeah. But it's, I mean, it's a, I'm trying to give you more credit than you're giving yourself. <laughs> Fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's very thematic. You, you, yeah. you, 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 uh, 
uh, you've cultivated, you've helped cultivate a scene, really. I, okay. Thank. Yeah, I guess. Thank you. I mean, all, like, you're in the liner notes of a million of everyone's favorite albums. I don't know how to say, yeah, I don't know how to respond to that stuff, though. I don't know. Okay, all right. I mean, you're, right, like, you're stating it, but it's like, I don't know. I guess, yeah. Okay, I all right, no, I... To, I don't know, you know how I, I am. I just, I don't think I, about stuff that way, so I don't feel like, I don't want to be, like, showy about it. Okay, I see where you're at. I see where you're at. Uh, I'll pull back a little bit for you. Yeah. Um, was I mean, you there can a say moment? Stuff and I'll just say yeah, but you know. <laughs> was there a moment in your life uh, where you were like, "This is what I want to do," or "This is what I want to be"? Like, like a, a. Is there anything that you can say was a a moment where you made a decision to do or be or not do or not be something? Um, I don't know. I think. In high school, I found that music scene in Long Island, and it was fun, and I just realized how how uh, special it was, I guess. You know, I mean, same thing you came up in, I came up in Christian, you know, we found that spot, and, uh, and I, I don't know. You mean, sorry, you mean Christian McKnight, not we're Christian. Yeah, 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 that's what okay. I meant. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. So, uh, you know, we found that, and I, I think I was just real taken with that early on, and like I said, I just used to, like, take a video camera, you know, before I even did photography, I would just set up a camera and tape shows, and that's all the stuff I've been putting on YouTube, but, um, you know, in college, I had to take a photo class, and I had never really done photography, and, uh, you know, over break, I just shot bands at home, and then I kind of realized that that was something I was, like, pretty okay at, I guess, and, uh, and I think it just kind of, like, went from there, like, my documenting went from just doing videos to shooting shows. So there was that, and I've never really, like, supported myself on that, but it's always been something that, uh, that like, I try and do because it makes me feel better about the stuff I do for work that I don't care about. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, 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 of course. And that's like, um, where the label comes in, too. Like, that's for both of us. I think that's, like, more of a passion project. Like, it's just something cool that we get to do that actually makes a change and does, you know, the label's a nonprofit, so... It's uh, it's cool to be able to do something of meaning, I think. Well, I remember you bringing up the idea of doing it as a charity, as a 501c to me. Uh, you were like, listen, we've never made... Yeah, we don't <laughs> we've never money, made any money. Purpose. <laughs> like, let's, uh, you know... And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, I mean, that's 100% your idea. I want to make sure that, you know, people understand where the credit uh, belongs. Like, so that was uh, something you wanted to do uh, to help out, you know, and I just had the good fortune of uh, being a close enough friend to someone who was as passionate about something uh, as you are. I mean, I uh, think that it, we both had a reason that we wanted to do it, though, and I think you were – I had – you know, I lost my dad way sooner – you know, way longer ago, I guess. So, like, for me, that was something that was in the back of my head, and you had just kind of gone through that same thing. So when I thought of it, I was like, well, yeah, I did Fade Away with Neil before. Of course I did it with Neil. And, like, I just brought it up to you. And, you know, I, I think you would have come there without me also. You know, I think not without me because we did it together, but I think that that was something you would have been on board with very early on without me bringing it to you. 
Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm always, uh, I was such a bad person for so long. And, like, I have, I mean, like, I have, like, these, like, I wouldn't say regrets because they made me a good, it made me a good person, you know? Um, so I wouldn't say the regrets, but uh, I did horrible things and was a bad person for so long that uh, now that I recognize that I just want to do as much good as possible and, like, uh, you know, given the opportunity to raise, I mean, I think we, you know, it was like over $25,000 on that first record, right? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, around that area, definitely. Yeah, so, I, you know, that stuff makes me, uh, like, all right, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make up for anything, but at least, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying yeah, now. Doing something positive when you can. Hey, guys, you're listening to In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein. I'm sitting here on the phone with Mike Dubin. Hello, hello. And, uh... Today's episode is brought to you by my Acura TLX. Um, this uh, this phone tap app I have for iPhone 6 and uh, I suppose Verizon Wireless. <laughs> so thanks to all our sponsors for making this podcast possible. If any of them were actually giving you sponsorship money, it would be better. I'm here with Mike Dubin. I'm Neil Rubenstein. And, we were supposed uh, to hang out tonight, but it was because I don't know how calendar works. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the birth of a podcast because Dubin messed up. Uh, I would still come in and see you if uh, if that was the only reason you were going there, but you have other stuff to do. So I'm yeah, like, and the my child. and the metro, yeah, and the metro plan tonight. So that too. Yeah, um, I've actually been paying attention to that. By the way, you'll be proud of me. Do, uh, do you have Liz, Liz tonight? I do. I was supposed to, and then I switched nights because we were going to go see Josh Burwanger and Boy's Life uh, in Music Hall. But uh, then I was texting Josh to see when he was going to be there, and he was like, oh, tomorrow. Not tonight. So um, I would have been waiting a long time. So the problem is tomorrow I'm going to Back to the Future Day. I'm going to a screening of Back to the Future 2 with a panel with the cast. So now I won't see Josh play, but I'll just go hang out with him anyway. I saw a couple things. One, I was looking at the Bowery website today and looked directly at the Boys Life show, and for some reason it's still registered as tonight. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, Wednesday the 21st. That's tonight. I don't know what Dewan's talking about. Yeah. And then... Also, I saw on Facebook someone just posted, uh, like, as of tomorrow, everything in Back to the Future is in the past. Yes, I saw that, too. It was uh, your friend, who I don't know very well, but I'm now friends with that kid, Dimitri. Oh, Dimitri, yeah. Very good DJ, by the way, if anyone cares. Um, yeah, it was very uh, interesting to, like, hear it phrased like that. Like, we're so, we're so old. You know, that, like, that, like, I, I I heard a Weezer song today, and I was like, oh, it's new Weezer, and then I was like, oh, but it's 15 years old. Yeah, it's not new. Like, 
new Weezer to me is old. Is old Weezer. It's still a green record. Which is yeah, when exactly. we did that tour, and that was in 2001. 1999. No, 2001 was the green album. Didn't we do, uh... Hold on, We were out... No, we were against it. Uh, it was 99. No, because I met Beth, met Beth on that tour. That was in February and March of 2001. Are you sure? Yep, because I met her in... March and we started dating when she moved to New York in October. And then I had a kid and then I got divorced. Huh. Because I remember it was my birthday. Yeah. In DC. Yep. And I remember And Dave Grohl was there with Melissa Oftemar. Yeah, and he hugged me, it was very loving. Uh I forget some but that was 99. Nope. Huh. Positive. So I started... Huh. Alright. Okay. I gotta redo my resume, I think. <laughs> no, you just lied a little bit. It's okay. Well, it was unintentional. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, you want to say goodbye, Chris? Uh, goodbye, Chris. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Um, uh, check, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Check us out at intrafficpodcast.com. Um, and, uh, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks again.